I'm Adam Coleman, inviting you to the fifth season of The Cosmic Library from LitHub. This season, we go on our tiniest reading adventure yet, into short stories in the U.S. But this too turns out to be almost all-encompassing. I think short stories are essentially brief encounters with felt life. That's Oxford literary scholar Andrew Kahn, who gives us a deep history of the short story. And we hear from The New Yorker's Deborah Treisman, who explains her work as an editor of short fiction. You know, if you are melding with another person, you don't turn that person into you, but you get to know the ins and outs of that person. So, and it's, it's sort of like that. I always feel involved with the stories. We bounce around between the history and current life of short stories with the novelist Justin Taylor. The nice thing about it going out of fashion is that it really frees you up to relate to it in a different way. This being the Cosmic Library, we make sure to go way beyond U.S. short stories, too. Here's the Washington Post critic, Becca Rothfeld. A lot of Kafka short stories, I think, gesture at or describe um, sort of nightmarish geographies or architectures. And the actor Max Gordon Moore reminds us just how wild short stories can be. With a reading in its entirety of Wakefield, the intensely strange, classic Nathaniel Hawthorne story. He had contrived, or rather he had happened, to dissever himself from the world, to vanish. Get ready for all that and more in a season about short stories, small windows into vast universes. It's season five of The Cosmic Library, available soon wherever you go for podcasts. Welcome to the Maris Review. I am honored to be sitting across from E. Jean Carroll, who writes the Ask E. Jean column for Elle magazine. And her new book, of course, is called What Do We Need Men For? Oh, I'm honored to be sitting across from you, Mara. <laughs> Thank you. In your beautiful royal blue dress. Thank you. With the, what are those, wings at the top of your, what are those little, shoulder things? They're little, wings. They're little wings. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she's wearing a royal blue winged dress. <laughs> your book is a delight to read. I feel like people don't talk about that enough amongst Thank the you. other headlines. <laughs> Thank you. And so you're you're funny and breezing, breezy and self-deprecating. And of course, this complicates things. Well, life uh, to me is hilarious and it's comic. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not laughing at it, what am I doing? Yeah. I'm crying at it. So that's, that's uh, I wrote it in a comic vein. I view my life as very comic. I mean, who all, who do we know that's run into 21 hideous men in their life? Now, that's very funny. And then, yeah, and then I got to, yeah. I, I do, I mean, so you, you go on the road and you, you speak to women about hideous men and, and why we need men. And I, I do think that ever <laughs> since Trump was elected, mm. so many women are reevaluating the events that happened in their lives. And, yes. And the memories kind of come back. Um, I started, I got in the car because I have, for the last 26 years, been receiving ASCII gene letters yes. at my column. And I noticed very quickly that the letters had one thing in common. <laughs> and that when they presented their problem to me, whether it was about career or friendship, or uh, sex, or banking accounts, or whatever. <laughs> there was always one line in every single letter. 
where the cause of the problem would be revealed, and that cause was men. Yes. So I just, I, you know, for years I've been saying, get rid of him, get rid of him, <laughs> get, which is trying for a writer because I have to come up with new ways to get to rid say, of him. To yeah. say, yeah. To get rid of him. <laughs> but then I just decided, well, why don't we just get rid of them? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but before we get rid of them, Let's find out if we need him for anything. Hence, I got in the car with my dog, Lewis Carroll, and we went to towns named after women. Yes. These little screen door towns like Tallulah, Louisiana, and Cynthiana, Indiana. Yeah. And I'd get out of the car, and I'd ask people, what do we need men for? And the answers were astonishing. First of all, (laughs) everybody had an opinion. Of course. (laughs) It was great. So uh, that's what started. Then, of course, the very day I got in the car is what you just said. When the Weinstein thing hit. Oh, yeah. That's every woman I know. Remember on Twitter when it hit the wave after wave? And and women started talking about what happened to them. And, uh, well, I couldn't help it. And it turns out my sister... (laughs) Yeah. This is something that women don't talk about. I never even talked about it with my sister. It turns out she has a hideous list very similar to mine, but we never knew it. We never. I, I am sure that many, many women. Yeah. Um, and, and so you have this list and the men involved to various degrees are either right. in in your life or out. Right. But. I probably speak for a lot of women and I say, watching Trump get elected Ooh, triggered yeah. me. Oh, Just, that's interesting. And and so I can't even ma- – and, and triggered I, – I mean this in a sincere way. I know it's a, a buzzword now to talk about how snowflakey liberals are. But like, yeah, watching his behavior is triggering. And um, so I can't even imagine. Well, uh, that's why I'm – uh, brought the lawsuit. It's not really for me. Uh, it's for all the women who've come forward and told s- stories about the president, and he's denied everything. Every and single he call- thing. He's called them terrible names and, uh, you know, uh, killed their reputations and sl- just slathered them with, you know, loser you know, yes. just horrible. I wouldn't touch her with a 10-foot pole and those horrible things. So uh, that's probably one of the reasons I'm, well, it's the main reason I am filed the lawsuit. And that's defamation, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's, yeah, because the um, we can't file a criminal suit because right. it's too long ago. Right. So we're going to hold him to account. I love that. Why in the impeachment hearings? Oh, Please. Go ahead, Maris. Let me hear it. Why? <laughs> Why can't – I mean, I tweeted in jest um, a few months ago that rape should be an impeachable offense. And it was in jest because, like, that just seems like the most obvious thing in the entire world. It should – it's not. They, they uh, – well, the impeachment now is on bribery, right? Yes. And I would guess that sexual assault is even more – Hideous. Oh, yeah. Than bribing uh, a fellow leader. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, but 
um, women are not uh, believed in this culture. No. And we're taken as second-class citizens, so. Tell me about how you decided to come out with your revelation about Trump in your book. He was just on the list. <laughs> he was on the list. I wrote down a list very quickly. He was on the list. I got to him, and I wrote about it. And and then you you did get to control the narrative a little totally, bit more. Totally, told it from, yeah, could control, well, what I thought. None of us can control anything. Right, right, right. I then the press I, You know, but I out. thought I could because I could, you know, get it on the page, get it in print, and uh, had it fact-checked by not only New York Magazine but the publisher of the book. And so, oh, you know, great. every fact was checked, which is important. Indeed. And so, uh, of course, we control nothing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I, I can even imagine that the concept of your book must just enrage a certain kind of man. Really? I hope so. Yeah, I mean, I hope, yes, absolutely. Did you know, there was a guy, and I can't remember what time, he was leaving nasty notes in the middle of the book for the buyers who come. Nasty little notes, like oh my post-it gosh. notes in the middle of the book, written to women. How you know? How dare you? Et cetera, et cetera. That's amazing. Well, that's a creative man. That's that. I, I like those him. post-it notes. Is uh, yeah, yeah that I like sounds to meet fun. Him. Maybe we'd like to date him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and and so the other part of your book is, of course, you've had some wonderful relationships and oh, yeah. wonderful friendships. And you harassed Roger Ailes. Oh, I harassed him every single day. I harassed that <laughs> poor man up and down. I would make, if I saw him coming towards me in the hall, I'd say, Roger, <laughs> make a muscle. And he would make a muscle. Or I'd ha- ask him, Roger, twirl. I like that suit. <laughs> But we were very, very good friends, and uh, I teased him and teased him. I had no idea. Wow. Um, when I worked with him, um, well, he gave me a TV show, so of course I adored him. Right. But he was very much in love with Beth Tilson at mm. the time. He later married her. So I didn't see the Roger that everybody else saw. I saw the great leader, you know, and, and- I saw the man who basically uh, took America and tore it to yeah pop. that was roger yeah that was roger roger's the one who created the divide in this country which i don't know how we're gonna ever get it together again but that was roger he's the one who figured it out he sure did and um he's the one who told trump how to become elected right he was privately uh counseling donald trump and they've been friends for years yes um, will women ever be in charge? Oh, I believe so. Yeah, me too. Uh, because just by sheer numbers. Um, but I don't. It, um, it's hard to make predictions. We can't really see because you no. know AI is coming. Yeah, it's on the landscape. Yes, everything is changing so quickly. Um, it's hard to see what's going to happen in 25 years. So if we're going to take over, we got to take over we, we right, really right away. Start our coup. And Maris, 
it is very simple. If every woman who's listening to this yes. would just go out and vote, we can vote the scoundrels out mm-hmm. and vote women in. Let us run things just for a while, right? Just for <laughs> yes. a while. Let's just end wars for just a little bit and see if we like it. Yeah, yeah, just two years without war. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Just uh, be fabulous. Yeah. And what surprised you on your on your road trip in, in talking? Oh, about everything, 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 every day, every day surprising. I just love. I uh, our. I, I don't want to make a general statement, but our media mm-hmm. lots of times pays attention to people in California, and people in New right. York, and the people in Miami and Chicago and Philly. Sure, but, uh, everything else is. These were the people who have been completely overlooked, and they were just—they opened up a world to me that we are aware that it's there, but uh, the staunch um, patriotism they have for the country—the women are working two and three jobs mm. because they earn so much less, right? And so, a mother with two children can't do it with one job. She needs to have two jobs, and they are still, uh, you know, loving their lives. Small town life is very different, right? They're very social. And, and you're from Indiana. I'm from Indiana. I'm from a. I live in a small town now, and I was, you know, raised in a small town. So I like that they're my people. Yeah. And uh, it was great to get at. It's just that they've just been so overlooked, and. Their conclusion was, everybody likes men. I didn't run into anybody who hated men. Right. Right. They uh, they love men. They just don't want them to run everything. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's just it. Yeah. I'm looking at your engineer. You just got to <laughs> stop running everything. Look at him. Look at him. Um, butter wouldn't melt. Look at that. <laughs> um. And and how how has your life been since the book came out? Fabulous. Good. Good. That's all I that one word is all I wanted to hear. Lots of support. Good. Good. Lots of love. Lots of buoying me up. I mean, really, it's been pretty fabulous. Oh, that's so good. Um thank you so much. Well, thank, thank you, you Maris. Can I thank wear you. that dress now for the <laughs> I love your um, packing list, the very Undidian-esque packing list. Yeah. <laughs> the 10 pairs of long underwear. Uh, yeah, Uniqlo. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think this is Uniqlo. I think I'm always wearing it. Uh, yes. I love it. Thank so thank you. you. No, thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Maris Review, and check the show notes for the books we discussed on here today. And please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.